We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. Continuing our Kandelvi's discussions, we are now on session, I don't know what number, but uh, we are on page 88, the letters of Sheikh Ahmed Sarhindi. I have written in the beginning that the sawf and ihsan were one and the uh, same thing in the opinion of my elders, and that ihsan is one essential aspect of the divine sharia. This topic is covered extensively in the writings of the elders. Sheikh Mujaddid also emphasized this in his letters. I, also, I have also published three of his letters. The first letter is lengthy, which is addressed to his sons of his, the sons of his, of his spiritual mentor, Sheikh uh, Khawaj, uh, Khawaja Baqi Billah. It is worth reading, he writes. Attainment of purification is based on the fulfillment of good deeds that achieve the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa ta'ala which also rests on the, sending of, uh, on the sending of prophets. Therefore, without the sending of prophets, true purification is not attainable. And the purification which the disbelievers and wretched people achieve is not, only, not really purification of the heart, but purification of the lower self. <clears throat> One who achieves purification of the lower self is destroyed and deviated. The clairvoyance which some of the disbelievers and Russian people see after attaining purification of the lower self are delusions. Okay, so, so look at that second half. If you're only purifying the lower self, it's an illusion. Okay? And it's going to lead to further delusions. And so, so basically what we're saying, the key is fulfill what you're obliged to and seek uh, towards the, uh, the uh, pleasure of Allah. So what does it refer to as purification of the lower self? Uh, I think this is just speaking purely about your dunyawi self. So think of like Buddhism. Mm. Right? Uh, not necessarily your nafsala mara, but uh, I mean it's kind of like related to that, but the idea of just complete self-control. Mm-hmm. After writing on the importance of rectifying the beliefs, he says, after rectification of beliefs, one must learn the rules of fiqh. It is also important to learn the necessary acts, the obligatory acts, and uh, the lawful, halal, and unlawful, the sunnah, uh, unlawful, the sunnah, the desirable, mandub, yeah. the questionable, uh, mustahaba, mushtaba, and desirable, makruh, undesirable, makruh, and to practice the deen according to the requirements of fiqh. Once one has acquired the two branches of beliefs in fiqh, then if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala permits, there is also a path of the, Sufi, the path of the Sufis. And so this is... Um uh, Islam, Ibad, Sa'ad. So get your fiqh and your qidah set, and then you can focus on ihsan. And, I mean, so, so do you understand what I was meaning by, by the example of the Buddhists? So, on the surface, it looks like the Buddhists are just like the Sufis because they're, ta- they're focused on self-control. Yeah. But that's not what the Sufis are focused on. The, fuk- the Sufis are focused on getting closer to Allah, mm-hmm. and thus self-control is necessary. The Buddhists are, pure, are purely focused on self-control. Mm-hmm. And so... It looks like the Buddhists and the Sufis are the same, but in many ways they're the opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, but you can definitely, I mean, there's a lot of techniques that overlap quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Right? But we're saying the fundamental intention is different. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Suruk is not dependent upon, uh, dependent of fiqh and beliefs. It is established, uh, it is to establish a certainty of heart and firmness of belief that protects one against doubtfulness when he is put in doubt and which protects against the destruction of faith if one becomes doubtful of his belief. Another benefit of suluk is that it puts ease in performing good deeds 
and eliminates lassitude and rebelliousness which stem from the lower self that incites to evil. It is not of the object objectives of this objectives of this path that different celestial forms and shapes of the unseen appear before him, or so that illumination and wal and colors alwan become spiritually per, uh, perceptible. So, so <clears throat> your goal is not the feeling. Mm -hmm. Your goal is not to see things that are you know amazing. Your goal is to get closer to Allah. A byproduct may be these things, mm -hmm. right? And so this is the always the question comes up when someone comes to me and says, "Well, I don't feel God, or I don't feel uh, anything in my prayers." Uh, they might be doing the prayer one hundred percent correctly, um, and, and they might be receiving the prayer one hundred percent correctly. It's just that they're looking in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Just like you know, we made the point over and over in class that that for us spirituality, a big part of it is just clarity. Yeah. And so, a lot of times when people are speaking of spirituality, <clears throat> they're speaking of some sort of elevation, um, exhilaration, mm -hmm. getting high, right? And we're speaking primarily about clarity, which in some cases is also the opposite of, of elevation and stuff, because mm -hmm. that's like a type of exhilaration. But seeing reality for what it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> There are only diversions and foolery of the material world. In fact, if one performs meditative devotions to attain such things, he puts himself in severe danger. Yeah. And that, th and that, this is because the these visions, openings into the unseen, are lights. Uh, and lights are like us, only creations. They do nothing more than prove the existence of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, mm -hmm. as all creation does. Okay. But it's also interesting. It's possible to see all kinds of other things, mm -hmm. you know. But if you see a jinn, does that mean you have more iman? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. Interesting. Right. Okay, let's uh, continue. <clears throat> I said in the very beginning that the first thing Jibreel taught was faith, i.e., beliefs, then Islam, i.e., deeds, and then Ihsan, suluk. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Sheikh Mujaddid mentions the, uh, these three in the same order in his aforement, uh, aforementioned letter. Mm -hmm. So, notice the list here. This is Iman, Islam, Ihsan. Mm -hmm. So the way we were discussing in class is you do Islam, then you do Iman, then you do Ihsan. Mm -hmm. Another theory is look at them as three different dimensions, like of a rectangle, or a rectangular cylinder. Mm -hmm. So while you're developing Iman, in a different way you're also developing Ihsan, in a different way you're also developing Islam, mm -hmm. right? So length with height. Mm -hmm. um, that's another theory, which then means the order is not as much important as long as you get the first two established. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, one second. Yeah, Okay, okay. Or let's stop right here. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll that one out. Alhamdulillah. Shirabil Alameen.